You are listening to the Christian Worship Center Podcast. For more information about our church, please visit us at cwcstillwell.com. We hope you enjoy this message. So, and that's wonderful, man. 
Because we are reaching out. We have become a multi-site church. Not only on Sunday, but every day of the week. Amen. There is somebody from Christian Worship Center that is doing something in this area, in this community, in this place. So that's what it's all about. We are building the kingdom. It's not about Christian Worship Center. It's about Jesus. It's not about what I want, what you want, what they want. It's all about what He desires. And His glory is being fulfilled in our community. Amen? Because the church has His hands, His feet, His mind, and He's doing the work. And we just follow it. Amen? Alright, so, I want you to understand that before we begin, I want you to understand that you can't let your past hold your future captive. So what you have to do is thank God every day for what He has done. Come on, we concentrate on so much on what He hasn't done that we become complacent. Come on, how many of you have to meet with somebody at Walmart and, they, and, and the first thing they tell you, well, I just had surgery on this last week, I had surgery on that week, and you're still like, I don't know. Right? So who wants to come to church and sit down and listen to everybody glorify their surgical procedures? No! Do you understand? We want us. We want to hear what God has done. We want to hear how great your God is, not how powerful your other stuff is. So we, we, we're understanding. If we remember what He did before, and He, he did it before, He'll do it for you, and He'll do it again. Amen. So, so he, he, if He did it for you, He will do it for the people you love in your life. We must believe that the people you love are about to come into grip with a master plan of God's power, of God's mercy, and God's glory. Amen? So never forget what God did in your past, because forgetting what God did in the past will hold you to success. Number two, God is attracted to impossible circumstances. God is attracted to impossible we're going to go to verse 2. And there was a certain man of Jordan, of the family of the Danites. Did I tell you what chapter we were in? We were in chapter 13 of Judges, if you don't know. Judges chapter 13 and verse number 2. There was a certain man of Jordan, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren, and they're not. You understand? God is attracted. He says, I'm going to go down there and check out this lady that doesn't have any children. I'm not going to give my special guy to a family that has 14 because maybe they'll think it was them that did it. So I'm going to, come on, this is what I have done. This is just what I've done. So, verse number three. And the angel of the Lord, now listen here, the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art Now it's bad when you get a word from the Lord that tells you where you are and what you are, right? And this woman didn't pull no, this angel didn't pull no hundreds. 
is not like Tony, not like it is. God will first tell you like it is before he tells you what you're doing. Come on, we don't like that part. We'll pick it up and leave because you start telling us like it is. But before you find out what it's going to be, you've got to find out what you are. Get you understand. That's what the Word does. The Word puts you in your place and then fixes you and then empowers you. Oh, that's right, baby. So behold now thou art barren, and there is not. He had that in it. But thou shalt conceive, and you shall bear a This is pretty specific. It's pretty amazing. God looks down in mercy and overcomes the disappointment. He doesn't pick the most fruitful woman on the planet. He could have chosen that woman, but he would have said, well, they would have took credit for that. Ooh, show me the family that everyone gave up on. Show me the woman that don't have anything. And I'm not a blessed her with abundant conception. I'm about to burn something in her that ain't nobody's ever seen. So, everyone, it's an impossible for them. They can never do that. They can never attain it. Show me the one that everyone else has something and they don't. Show me the empty woman. Show me the woman that has tried but it has failed. Show me the person that has prayed for the impossible, but the impossible hasn't shown up. Every time she thinks she almost has it, it gets taken away from her, and she's standing there empty. Show me that person, and I'm going to show you an angel that is about ready to step in your court, and about ready to change your destiny, and about ready to change your life, and change your mindset. Show me the broken one. Ooh. Show me the impossible circumstances. If I show up to a place where only one's written them all, I show up to a spot that a person has a medical report and report says that there's no hope. If I show up to that place, if I show up to the place where they buried him and he's been dead for four days, if I show up, to, if I show up to a tomb. Three days after they laid a Savior in the grave. If I, if I show up to the spot where everybody says it cannot happen, there's no way you can be healed. This servant has, this person has suffered bankruptcy and there's no way they can get along. What if you show up to that place? Somebody says you will never own a home. You will not be economically blessed. If I show up to the marriages that have already fell apart and they're already counted off, and everybody said there's no hope for that one, what if I show up to them and put them back to school? What, what if I show up? <laughs> then the only one who gets the credit is me. If I show up to the place where there's no hope. Let me tell you, God is a trust of the impossible circumstances. Why are you here today? Because you, you came to get away 
from God that about your impossible feeling is no accident to feel this feeling this morning. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what kind of home you came to to get here. I don't care what kind of traffic problem you went through to get You came here for a reason, and God is about to show up in your place. He's about to give you enough, a possible circumstance for an impossible report. Because that's what I've got done. You are here because God is attracted to impossible circumstances. Woo! Regardless of that, the God of the impossible is in this place right now. Oh, show God a praise story. Tell him how close for the entire corporation. And I guarantee you, he will pass you. If you show God, Something that is totally, show him a world coming out of a dysfunctional family. Credit scores that are empty and bank accounts that are empty. And you've got a dysfunctional family that can't even function when they're given a function. And they just can't. There's no way about it. That's when God says, I can step in and bring them back into the society that had already wrote them off and bring them out. Hey, ask the demoniac at the tomb. Can we do it? Yes, he can. I got proof. I'm still living in my hometown. I didn't have to move away. I'm right in the place where I did all my damage. And I am back. I am back to say that I am redeemed. I blood of the land. That's my God. God is hallelujah. Show him the world coming out of a pandemic. Get ready for something. For God to show up and do something wonderful. In our midst. You believe God is about to show up in your life, in your family, in your kids? I want you to raise your hand right now and just give me some praise. Take about three minutes. <laughs> Take about three seconds to give him some praise. <laughs> give him some. Come on, come on. We can do better than that. Come on, give him some worship this morning. Hallelujah, we love you, Lord. Woo, hallelujah, you're wonderful, Jesus. Let God know you believe in him. Why? He, why will he show up? It's because of Luke 17 or 137. Nothing is impossible with God. That's why he showed up. Because nothing is impossible. Woo! The other version, in the Greek and the Latin, here's what they say. The King James says, for with God nothing is impossible. But the other version, say it like this, for his word. The original translation says, for his word will never fail. Luke 137. For with God, nothing is impossible. The original translation says, for his word shall never fail. Because the word inside of you will never I don't care what the enemy says. I don't care what the devil says. I don't know what's going on in your life. That says you're in failure. Things are going wrong. Things are going crazy. If God gave you a word, you better hang on to that word because nothing is impossible with God. And the original translation says, His word shall never fail. Hmm. So we got to act like we believe that. We must pray like we believe that. We must worship like we believe that. We must 
get up here in the face of death and still testify because His Word will never let me down. I don't care what happens around me. His Word will never let me down. Oh, so we got to manifest what we believe that. Do you understand that? What that means? That changes our communication. Now we don't get down here and beg God to do something He's already promised to do. You know, the problem with the church is we become beggars. And we're not supposed to be. We're supposed to believe. Believers are different than beggars. If there is a word on your destiny and you drink, it will never change. Now you can you can bring up stuff on your own and God can put his name to it and you it'll fail. It'll fall out. But let me tell you something. If God gave you a word, if God gave you, and this is what what I said last week, I believe it was with Peter, when God gave Peter, well Jesus gave Peter the word. When you're old, they're going to take you and they're going to close you and they're going to put you somewhere you won't want to go. When you're old, now remember that, when you're old, you right? But you told people that. And speaking, the Bible says, he spoke a Jesus said that he would die. And he told him, when you are old. Now you know why Peter wasn't upset the night that they, they come down and they just killed their James. Yes, you may know they were doing it, but Peter says, I'm going to sleep because I ain't old. If you, if you search it out, he's only 28 or 29 when this happens. He says, hey, I ain't old. So y'all just got to bear with me. I'm going to take a nap. Y'all wake me up when it's time to leave. And guess what? And the angel came in there and smote him. Smote him on the side of the thigh and said, Boy, get up, put on your clothes. I ain't going to put on your floor yet because you ain't out yet. So you got to put on your own clothes and I'm going to show you the door. Hallelujah. Because the word of God never Nobody ought to did that this morning. The word never fails. Hallelujah. We need to praise like it never fails. We need to act like it never fails. We need to come in here with a brand new zeal. Because God just gave me a word on that. I'm not going to get discouraged. I'm not going to get frazzled. Because nothing's going to happen. Because the word never So the way you communicate with God changes. Amen? You have a child in your life that is afflicted, a drug addict, whatever. Don't call them the rest of the drug addict. Call them by the name that God called them by. You're blessed and highly favored. So you don't want to hear that this morning, but blessed and highly favored son. Not addicted to cocaine, son. Come on, you got to start speaking what God is saying about your kids. Don't call them dumb, rebellious, and I. Oh, I'm just going to reach out. 
Because if when I say what God says about you, I'm just saying the Word of God never fails. And I'm going to speak to you like you're a child of God. It's one of you. I'm going to speak it out. Oh, I know you become aggravated when they don't do what you think they're supposed to. And it's easy to let all them other words have a lot of your mind. But when you start to sing your prayer life saying, God, I know who's going to deliver. I know who's going to raise people from the dead. I know he's going to leave the law. He's your shepherd, God. You called him to be your child. You thought, come on, keep things that God spoke about. Because God is giving everybody in this building some kind of word about some member of your family. And you're killing it. You're killing his word because you're speaking your word. Well, so the Bible says, how the mouth and the tongue comes life. And death. Amen? It produces life or death. And he that loveth it will eat the fruit thereof. Whatever one you like. If you like to talk about death all the time, you don't talk to it if you We are to constantly have trouble with evil. I'm going to kill So you're not an alcoholic. You're a child of God. You're not a drug addict. You're a king son. Because that's what his, and his word will not fail. So you, you can't call your husband a drug. You can't call your children a drug addict. You've got to call them what you call them. And you call them out. Don't call your marriage a failure. You call it a blessed reunion, a union of God. That God is in love. Start speaking life over it. And when you do, the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the word of God never fails. You are blessed. You are highly favored. You are anointed. You're, you're God's kid. You're, there's a word over your family. There's a word over your home. There's a word over you. And the word of God never fails. The word God gave Abraham never fails. The word God gave Isaac never fails. The word that God gave Jacob in all of his struggles never fails. The, God, the word God gave Gideon never fails. The, God, the word God gave Joshua never fails. And the word that God gave Elijah never fails. The word God gave Hannah never fails. So the word God gave you will never fail. Mm. So what did he give us, Pastor? I want to say this, no way. He didn't give you a way. John chapter 1 says he gave you the way. There's a difference in a word and the way. Put that up there, guys. Look, John. In the beginning was the word. And the Come on, y'all, get it. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. Hallelujah. Number two. The same was in the beginning with God. Number three. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Verse four. 
and him with me. Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Right? And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness can't stop it. Why? Because it's the word. It's not just a word. It is the word. And if you've got the word on the subject, guess what? The word of God never fails. Oh, somebody. Huh? A oh, does anybody in this service huh? have faith enough to look at your bank account and declare, God, your word says I am the head and not the tail. Hey, anybody have, have a word for this nation huh? that God's going to turn around and do something wonderful in a, in a place where evil's at the bound, the grace of God does much more about. Woo! So, you can have a relationship full of drama and say, God, your word will never fail. You know why? You know why? Because God is attracted to the impossible. You know why he is? Because the Bible is 54 and 1. Hallelujah. He obeyed. Thou didst not bear three fourths in the sea and cry loud. Thou hast not, thou hast not, thou hast not prevailed with thou, but for therefore more are the children of the children than the children of the married body. Come on, honor. Come up in here because I was looking at your neighbor and say, You want to get a picture of me? You might want to get a picture. Because nine months from now, I ain't going to look the same as I look right now. You might want to get a picture so you can remember how defeated and broke down I was right now because. They is coming to me. The word of God will never fail. His word will never fail. I don't care what the everybody says. His word will never fail. Of course, you haven't given birth to anything. You're about to birth something in the spirit. Come on. You're about to birth something in the spirit. It's going to change your family, your friends, more than those that have been sick for all these years. Come on, listen. For folks that's been sitting on that pew, just very simple, no, no hard work, no nothing, and just, it just happened. Come on, come on, you know, just, some of y'all going to buy a house, and they're going to get jealous. Because what God is about to do in your life. Because he's attracted to the earth. He's attracted to those of the impossible. Because his word never fails. So I want you to open your phone this morning. And I want you to hashtag his word never fails on all your social media. Come on. You know why? Because I want you to remind men. I want you to remind those at home. I want you to remind the devil. I know what social media looks like right now. It's a pretty nasty thing. But with all about a hundred and something posts, we're going to mess up, baby. Right? And I'm looking at you. 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 I'm looking at you.
When this comes up on your memory next week, you're going to say, whoa, look at what God did in my life in the last year because His Word never fails. We're getting ready to see some crazy things go happen down in all these sites. Don't worry about some of these people, kids in here, that just posted that this morning. Don't come walking into one of the sites this week uh, and say, I've got to get it right. Uh, I don't know what I need to do, uh, but I've got to get it right. Uh, why? Because His Word uh, never fails. Why? 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 It's because His Word never fails. It's the same with me. Hallelujah. His word never fails. Well, that's two and three. Then there's number four is going to really mess you up. So I, I beg you to come back next week because you understand the word of God never fails. But there's some things you have to do to protect the word. Here's point number four. Is that number four? No, that's number four. Okay. Number five. Number five. What you do with the word inside of you will determine the word how the word will survive outside of you. What you do while you've got the word inside of you, you're impregnated by that word. But you'll learn by verse 4, there's some things you can't digest. There ain't no old school stuff. There ain't no religious, legalistic stuff I'm talking about. If you see a study on medical, they will still tell a pregnant woman she shouldn't smoke and she shouldn't drink. That ain't legalistic. That's not religious. That's medical. That's what it'll do to what's inside of you. So when you get a word, I thought you said, Pastor, the word will never fail. So it's up to you. What are you eating? What are you digesting? What are you watching? What are you feeding on? I'm, I got a quick. Because what is in what you do with the word that is inside of you is going to determine what how the word will survive outside of you. Amen. So this morning, hashtag his word never fails. Y'all do better now. His word never fails. Come on, lift your hands all over this building and praise him because his word will. Remind him. Remind him every day this week, God. It looks bad. But I know what you said. And your word. Woo! Never fail. Lord, I know 
If this situation is in the motion, what's happening? But the word. Listen. Hey. Open. We're going to pray and then we're going to open the office and we're going to pray. And then the trouble is going to come back up. We're going to have prayer session. I think it's seven weeks prayer session. And I want you to get something in your mind. The cost of it will never change. He ain't never going to let you down. He's never going to give up on you. He's never going to stop fighting your back. I don't care what the enemy's telling you about this thing. My God's word will definitely say, God, I thank you for your presence in this place right now. I thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you for the Holy Anointing that's in this house right now. I pray that you would bind every spirit of destruction, every spirit that hell's trying to throw against your people. I pray that you would bind every stronghold and break every fetter and break every wall. Lord, because we know your love is powerful and mighty and it will kick down every wall and it will knock down every line. It will break it down because your word will never fail. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank you for that this morning. Come on, worship them, worship them, worship them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.